Hey, Marshall. Hey, Elizabeth. Do you want to talk about Lost? I do. Well, you've come to the right place because that is what we do here. Excellent. This week we are talking about episode three, Tabula Rasa. Yeah, that's probably how you pronounce it. Well, you corrected me last time and said it's Tabula and that you looked it up on the internet. I did, and yet I'm still uncertain. <laughs> God damn it. But that's probably how you pronounce it. We sound smart. Yep. It's Bermuda all over again. Bermuda all over again, which I was not that far off on. Thank you very much. You're right. You're right. And I agree with you, so. Yeah, so it's the other two jackasses that so we're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right so episode three episode you three correctly guessed by virtue of having read the description <laughs> so it's not a guess that this <laughs> episode is about kate yeah so we we open on the marshal that moment from i guess that's how the last episode ended was him saying don't trust her she's dangerous yep so we kind of see that again we see Jack learning who he is and that, and then him seeing Kate's mugshot. So now he knows that she's the prisoner. We also see uh, in the lead up to the marshal, we see what, what something that I talked about or that we talked about before, which was now everybody is starting to go through all the luggage and pull out clothes and stuff. All right, the luggage yeah. is not inside the fuselage where the bodies yeah. are. So yeah, it's been a couple days now. I guess this is day, probably like day three and four over the course of this episode. Yes. So, yeah, people are kind of doing what they didn't want to have to do, but now they know it's time to start going through stuff. Reality is starting to weigh heavily on everybody. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we see the transceiver party making camp, and we get a nice little recap of what happened in the pilot. Saeed does his own little puppet show, kind of like Jack did, describing the plane crash for everyone. And, and the, I will say, so I paused on on her mug shot. And her prisoner number is 961136. Nine plus six is 15. That's one of the numbers, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then 15 plus one is 16. Plus one is 17. Plus three is 20. Is 26 one of the numbers? No. Mm, okay. Well, one of the numbers is there. Is five one of the numbers? No. Mm, okay. So Do you... <laughs> I'm, I might be reaching, but I every time I saw a number, I even paused it when they handed the gun over because you could see the plate on the bottom of the gun where the serial number was. And I really tried to get a look at that serial number, but I could not. That is awesome. That is the kind of stuff that, you know, they, they do usually have really little details like that where it'll be the numbers. But I mean, not usually, but quite, quite often. So, you know, if you want to be a lost sleuth then you can yep i see i didn't even do that I, i've never like when i'm watching the show i've never hunted for the numbers that deeply so i, I won't ever pause and like you know oh there's a number on the screen let me see what it is <laughs> um yep I'm but there, yeah so. I mean, if we if we do that we might find them more often than not so that's that's good we have our recap we have sawyer saying how about we talk about that other thing yep uh, the other thing being the french transmission so they they recap that for the audience too and then saeed suggests that they don't tell anyone Yes. He says, yes. to relay what we heard without understanding will cause a panic. If we tell them what we know, we take away their hope. And hope is, he has a quote there, I can't he remember. He says, hope is a dangerous thing to lose. Yes, correct. So, so, yeah. So he's sort of making the executive decision. And I mean, everyone agrees with him. We should just lie to everyone and not let them know. It seems like we have two defined leaders, and then one is Jack and one is Saeed at this yes, point. Yes, definitely. And Jack, you know, really, aside from the initial helping everyone on the beach, we haven't seen him do much leading yet. I mean, he did he did lead the um, the party to go find the transceiver, but he's very much wrapped up in trying to save the marshal right now. Yeah, he's trying to save the G-man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back at back with the marshal, Hurley now sees Kate's mugshot because Jack just kind of left it sitting out, and he <laughs> is so freaked out. His way of coping with with things is 
I think adorable. Very adorable. And very <laughs> the way he's like, oh, dude, dude. Yeah, he very, asks very good. What she did, you know, should we confront her about what she did? Jack says what she did is no one's business, but Hurley says she looks pretty hardcore. Yep. So from what we've seen of her, I mean, yes, the mugshot looks pretty hardcore. The fact that this manhunt led them to find her in Australia and the way she was like double chained down in the air airplane, which I don't really know what's the standard, but it looked pretty hardcore. It was interesting to me that they had her in like gin pop in the in the plane. Like, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know how they transport prisoners. I would have thought that they had, like, a prisoner plane, like, oh, like Con Air. Like, the yeah. Nick Cage, the excellent Nick Cage film, Con Air. Where <laughs> yeah, they you're have right. a you plane know, I never thought about fugitives. That. I never thought about why she's allowed to just sit with, like, the general populace. It might Especially, be that they're not... Well, I guess I, I shouldn't say. But yes, it, it is weird that um we keep having the marshal say she's dangerous, she's dangerous, but then she was just on a regular flight. Maybe it means she's dangerous because she's beautiful and can <laughs> deceive everyone and trick them easily because like again she only looks hardcore because she's frowning and has yeah, a yeah, plate yeah. in front of her but the rest of the times she's just like this ephemeral gorgeous woman that's so true i think that's maybe what he means by that but again we still have no idea what she what her crime is exactly we don't know we don't know she could be a uh you know a new Car carla homolka pardon oh that uh google that but don't don't go to images okay oh boy maybe we'll i cover that google one. It. never yeah well never mind somebody got that reference <laughs> um, someone out there <laughs> a very brutal female serial killer okay okay so really weird moment back with our transceiver party boone steals the gun from sawyer and then tries to steal the ammo from saeed but he wakes everyone up yep and he says that he wants to keep watch yes so again we see boone trying to help by just sort of leaping into action. You know, we kind of saw it with him doing CPR when he clearly didn't actually know how to do CPR. And he does get the ammo. He Yeah, well, yeah, he gets it. But, you know, he wakes Saeed up in the process. Yeah. I like how Shannon is immediately like, he doesn't even believe in guns. He goes to marches. <laughs> yeah. Just like, how wow. often they just rag on each other. Cracks yeah, me up. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, so Boone, Boone is a character. We'll see him kind of do more stuff like that. Where, like, it's like he wants to be Mr. Leaderman and... It just makes him look really pathetic. You know, they, <laughs> Shannon suggests they should give the gun to Kate and everyone agrees because, I mean, it's Kate, right? It's some great dramatic irony. It really is. It's so, I just put LOL in my yeah, notes. Yeah. <laughs> also, Sawyer is still being racist and calls Saeed, yeah, give the gun to Al Jazeera. <laughs> and then Charlie says, Charlie! Al Jazeera is a network. A network. Yes, God, Sawyer. His uh, his Sawyer. nicknames, there are definitely gems, but there are also um, just a lot of racist ones. He's a racist. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping eventually he comes around because he does have some good moments, but it's like, you're just being super racist. I think that overall, uh, long term, he is favorite character potential, but... In the early days, there's going to be like an agonizing push and pull between you hating his guts and you being like, but he's kind of funny, though, sometimes. Yeah, he, <laughs> has, some great like... he has some great moments in this episode that we'll yeah. probably talk about. But I mean, I adore this... him, but it is certainly not because of these first couple episodes. I'll say that. He calls him Abdul, and then he calls yeah. him Al Jazeera. It's like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. So, okay, we, we have our first flashback to Kate. She's caught trespassing on a farm 15 kilometers from the nearest town. Yep. She says 15 that her kilometers. Name is, <laughs> 15 kilometers. She says her name is Annie. Uh, mm -hmm. Her story that she gives is that she's a Canadian college graduate who wanted to see Australia and ran out of money as soon as she got there. So she's been walking from Melbourne. Which is 100 kilometers, right. I think. Yeah. So uh, farmer, is his name Ray? I think his name's Ray. I didn't his write it His name's Ray. Yeah. He offers to let her work the farm, and he'll give her a fair wage and a place to stay. His wife died eight months ago, and he has a hell of a mortgage, so he needs some help on the farm. Yep. So that's Lots of chores first... and a hell of a mortgage. Yeah, that's uh, our first flashback to her seeing what why she was in Australia, or, you know, I guess we don't know why, but <laughs> not really. <laughs> we see why, what she's but... doing in Australia. Yeah, um, how did she, we're like slowly walking back from the plane, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Back on the island, we see what you were talking about earlier, how Saeed, at least right now, is definitely the leader. Everyone's gathered around him as he's giving them an update. He says the transceiver failed to pick up a signal, yep. 
And then he starts delegating tasks to people. He says, some people need to gather electronics. Someone needs to start rationing food. Someone needs to set up something to catch rainwater. Yep, tarps to catch rainwater. So pretty classic, you know. And I like that they, they, he talks about uh, setting up tarps to collect rainwater. And then they implement that and it pays off in the episode, which I like. Because it's, it's, they're paying attention to continuity. Yeah. It's little things like that. They show multiple times they're using plastic bottles. They cut the top off as cups to get, to get rain out of the tarps that they set up. So it's, it's nice. It's, uh, it helps everything feel connected. Um, Mm -hmm. just little things like that, you know, where it's, it's not like they're drinking out of, they could just show someone drinking out of a bottle of water and not explain it, but they go to the effort to explain it. Yeah. Kate immediately tells Jack about the transmission when they've just agreed they're not going to tell anyone. But Jack doesn't count, I guess, because hard eyes, you know. Um, She loves loves that Jack face. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote here, just kiss already. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty ridiculous. Like yeah. they, she, she's like standing there, and she sees him walking across, and she gets like a little smile on her face. It's like, oh my yeah. god, it's cute though. I love them. Hush. <laughs> All right. Well, you can have that. <laughs> but yeah, so make she, one of us. She immediately tells him about the transmission, everything that they learned, and Jack kind of pointedly looks at her and asks, "Anything else?" Yeah. I think that was like a, a way for them to to get like so Kate comes up and she's like I have to tell you something and everyone's like oh is yeah. it gonna be the thing yeah. no it's not gonna be the thing and Jack's also gonna ask so got anything else you want to talk about yeah no she she immediately changes the subject well I mean in the most suspicious way possible like she yeah looks to immediately over talk about and ask the dying about the guy Marshall. yeah. She asks, did he say anything? Which, like, come on, Kate. <laughs> Man, it's so on, like, on the nail, like, it's so on the nose, like, so he, he uh, he wake up at all? Did he say yeah. anything? Anything incriminating? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jack lies to her and says, no, he didn't say anything. Yep. I like how he says he woke up during the surgery. I feel like surgery has a more professional and clean connotation than whatever, yeah. like, Saw movie shit happened inside that tent. Well, there was probably, like, you know, some suturing. Yeah, I still, I don't know. Surgery to me is still, it's so funny. It's like, he woke up yeah. during the surgery. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, he woke up while you were you were on an island. He's laying on, like, a tarp. Yeah. And you're digging a piece of metal out you of his chest. You had your hand in his stomach. And, <laughs> and you're sewing it up with some dead person's sewing, sewing kit. Sewing kit, yeah. Ugh. So... The operation. The operation. Uh, that was he's... funny. But yeah, that, that whole thing was, I mean, it's not, I don't know, if, I guess it's not, some of it's dramatic irony because we know something that Kate doesn't. Right. Um, But it's just so funny to see Jack trying to be like, she's really not gonna, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially, you know, when we already had that interaction, which you you were automatically suspicious in the pilot when she was asking about him before we knew. Yep. Um, but now that we know, and we know that Jack knows, it's like, wow, you're being really obvious yep. that something is going on with this man. I am so suspicious of every single thing that happens in the show. Good. I, sometimes I have to tone it back a little bit because I... No, you don't. No, dis- you don't. Well, I get distracted from what is actually happening, and then I yeah. come back from my thinking. And, the only and- thing I would suggest is maybe with the numbers. Don't try to look too hard for the numbers, because those, at the end of the day, it's cool that they're there, but, you know, if her mugshot well, had a number on it, it's not that important, right? I'm going to end up taking a... Ricky's suggestion and watching the episode twice and watching it once just to take it in and, and once just for back. like easter eggs well going second time taking notes oh right so that yeah, i don't yeah, yeah. miss anything visually so gotcha. i took we, we watched it together last weekend and then i took notes earlier today um, okay. so i didn't have to yeah. like i can look away and be more because like so this time for this episode i took four pages of notes wow. and for episode one i took two pages of notes mm-hmm. so i think it definitely gives me gives me more insight and lets me record more stuff so you know i think that's unless i totally run out of time one week i think that's what i'm gonna continue doing because it's it works sure. better and i don't because that way i like i get to just sit and watch the episode and enjoy it and not have to be constantly observing it you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah that's a good, good suggestion idea. ricky <laughs> thanks ricky that's my husband yes okay. good job <laughs> um jesus sorry cut that <laughs> that was weird <laughs> no oh he made me say it okay yep um okay jack is talking to hurley now and he says the marshal is not going to get better and they need to look for more medicine in the plane wreckage and hurley's like well i'm not doing that (laughs) it's so great inside where the bodies are the bodies are yeah 
So Jack takes it upon himself, and I love this scene. Yes. While, while Jack is looking through luggage, he encounters Sawyer, and he asks what Sawyer is doing. And Sawyer says, I'm trick-or-treating, same as you. Just, ah, so great. It's this so is good. a scene where I'm like, I like Sawyer here, because yeah. Sawyer is being super practical to the point of, like, yeah, and Jack is, like, so on his high horse. Like, I'm looking yes. for medicine to save people. And Sawyer's like, cool, I'm looking for smokes and booze and playboys. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Sawyer says, Jack is wasting time, and he needs to accept that there won't be a rescue. And we definitely see Jack's, you know, saving people complex here. Because Sawyer's like, that guy's not going to get better. How many antibiotics are you going to give him? You know, yep. and Jack says as much as it takes. And he goes, well, yep. how much do you have? Yeah. So we're definitely seeing Jack is having trouble looking a big picture. And he just is obsessed with saving this person that he cannot save. No. And one of the best, one of the best interactions, it's kind of cheesy, but I love it, is where uh, Sawyer Jack says, what is it? he says, like, I'm in the real world or something. No, and so then... Sawyer, Sawyer says that Jack is still stuck in civilization. And he says, me, I'm in the wild. I'm in the wild. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love Sawyer so much. <laughs> it's one of the, it's like, this is a scene where Sawyer, like, redeems himself a little bit. Because yeah. he is, he's, I, so we talked last time about Hurley uh, kind of being a stand-in for the audience. But I also mm-hmm. feel like Sawyer does that at times where he's, he's just saying what, like, the primal part of you wants to say. Where he's, he's in there looking for stuff that is going to make his, possibly make his last few days on Earth tolerable. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I get that. Like, like he's hey. a dick about it, but he's doing what I feel like most people would do, which is just like, okay, well, and you know, he did wait a couple days to do it. Yeah. So at yeah. least, you know, he had like a human reaction to the crash, but now he's like, well, here we are. I'm going to get some stuff that I want because <laughs> there's a well, bunch of stuff in here to be had. I think it, it also, the fact that he was part of the group that heard that transmission influenced this. Like, Oh yeah. He, he's like, well, we're definitely not getting out he, of here. We are hosed. Yeah. So it's time to make the best of a bad situation and get some uh, nicotine and some J.O. material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I do love I do love Jack as a character, but he he definitely has like a savior complex. And like, I don't really get I mean, I I do get that it's like sleazy and gross to think about taking stuff from dead people. But, you know, not in a, it's not just in a survival situation on a beach in a plane. Yeah. If no one takes it, you know. Jack is like being hyper focused on a task, and yeah. Sawyer is 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 taking in the the grand the big picture. Sawyer's mm-hmm. a big picture guy, and Jack is uh, is stuck on trying to save this guy. Who spoiler uh, super dies, super dies, super yeah. dies. He dies. He dies in many ways. <laughs> he was he was very <laughs> he, he suffers he is many the most, deaths. He's the most dead person. <laughs> we'll get yeah. to that. But good lord. Yeah. And you know, I really, I really feel for Jack because no one else is going to deal with this, right? Like he's been established as the doctor. So it's very easy to say, well, you can't save him. So just stop trying. But like, then what? Right? Like no one, he's going to have to be the one to put him out of his misery or just like stop trying to care for him. You know, like yeah. having to be the person to make that call sucks. I, th- so. I do think, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a, the, the, timeless joke of like is there a doctor on the plane but like maybe (laughs) it would have behooved him to keep those cards a little closer to his chest because now he is the go-to for all this stuff and there he's put himself in a situation where like that talk about like later saeed comes up to him and he's basically like hey they don't think you're gonna be able to save this guy yeah so you know i don't know i probably if i was jack i probably wouldn't but jack jack loves to talk about all the cool stuff he does (laughs) so (laughs) i think it's just in his nature to talk about his his pilot lessons and his being a doctor so (laughs) he's just trying to help man this is what you get for bragging about all the cool shit you do buddy You have to tend, you have to put a guy out of his misery later. Well, he'll definitely we'll see him regret have some regrets about Oh, he's going to regret letting, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, he definitely um <laughs> regret is Jack's middle name, I think. <laughs> for ah! the show. Anyway, okay. Jack of all trades, master of regret. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We see um we see Charlie and Claire flirting, which is adorable. We learn that Claire is not married and Charlie 
is super happy about that. Yeah, way, way to go, Charlie. Really focusing on the important stuff. I mean, it's, again, day three. Anybody hooking up yet? I don't know. <laughs> Not with an eight-month-old pregnant woman. Yeah, Charlie does have some weird, uh, but they're so cute. Oh, they're so cute. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that we. Just... Ha- I'm glad that you 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 you're here for that part of it because I don't have any of those feelings. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I, I did say eight month most... old pregnant woman. She is a pregnant woman who has been who is eight months pregnant. So let me correct myself there. She's not an eight month <laughs> eight old month woman old who is also I didn't even pregnant. Catch that. Yeah, eight well, month old pregnant. I I sometimes I, I know speak so good. <laughs> so yeah, so they they flirt a little bit. Jen tells Sun to take a bath because she's disgusting. Also, she's trying to help. Yes. So this is something that Larissa pointed out that she, uh, Sun, is specifically looking for their own luggage. Yes. Yeah. Which she's presumably has... doing what he told her to do. Correct. And it's interesting because like no one else has mentioned trying to find specifically their own luggage. They're just kind of like, hey, whatever's here, we're gonna take it. But she is specifically trying to find his bag. Um, yeah. Which makes me think there's something important in it. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. I think the only the only mention we've even heard of that is like. When Shannon was like in her bikini and Boone's like, well, I see you found your stuff. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, we haven't seen anybody like trying to find their own stuff. They're just kind of looking for what they need and like gathering Correct. everything. And I, I'm going to go ahead and make some predictions here on what's okay. maybe in the bag. Ooh, okay. So we know that or so far they've established that they only speak Korean. They can't yeah. communicate effectively with anybody else, which we see some later in this episode, which is yeah. pretty great. Uh, Man, poor Michael. Uh, he gets mm-hmm. he, he gets some redemption though. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's it doesn't seem to be medicine because that neither one of them has implicated that they or indicated that they have some kind of sickness. Right. They both seem to be fairly healthy. I think it's maybe something familial or religious, like okay. like a totem or or like like pictures of family or something for like i know in that older members in asian cultures that there's a lot a lot of emphasis on respect for the elders um and so it could be maybe they're carrying their mother's ashes or something okay um, so just like something important to the family yeah. that they because if they it's, need, they i was trying back. to think okay do how do i why do i want my luggage if i'm in a plane crash and if it's not for my antidepressants <laughs> then maybe <laughs> Maybe it's for something significant like to me. Sentimental, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so there, right. there's a prediction. Okay. Let it be Very known. Very good. <laughs> it is known. It is done. We see, I think that's all we see of kind of just like people interacting with each other on the beach. We go back to uh, Hurley. <laughs> Hurley meets Kate for the first time and he is terrified of her. And then he sees that she has a gun and he's His more face. terrified. Oh man. I So you were right when you said that my favorite character is going to change episode to episode because my favorite yeah. character this episode is Hurley. Is Hurley, because yes. Hurley uh-huh. is a captain obvious hurley we we didn't talk about this earlier but when hurley is trying to talk to jack about if the guy's gonna live or die he's basically trying to get jack to say like yeah oh he's super dead (laughs) but in in like a very uh, he's just like you know when he's talking about the infection and like all that kind of stuff he's really trying to get jack to say what's gonna happen to him yeah what does he say he says uh this he looks he looks super dying (laughs) yeah he looks super dying (laughs) god oh man and then what yeah his facial expression when he looks down and sees the the gun in kate's jeans oh so good and then he just runs away from her like a little dope oh my god to the beach i really hey i really gotta get that water see you later yeah and kate kind of like frowns and looks at the tent so i assume that's her being like oh shit I guess maybe people know now, right? Like, I don't know. She looks kind of concerned, but she always looks concerned, so. Yeah, I mean, her resting, she has, like, resting trouble Resting face. concerned face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have another flashback. She's trying to sneak away in the middle of the night with her money. Ray says, hey, you know, just stay until morning, and I'll drive you to the train station. And he says, everyone deserves a fresh start. Which is the name of the episode, Yeah, basically. that's the to theme of today's episode. Which means clean slate, right? It's Latin for clean slate. Yeah, clean slate. Yeah. So this is the first of a couple mentions in this episode of getting a fresh start. Yep. So yeah, Ray Ray tells her that she deserves a fresh start. Back on the island, 
Kate, oh my god, Kate is alone with the marshal in the tent, and he wakes up and tries to strangle her. Yep. Jack comes in and separates them, and he's like, Kate, what the hell? <laughs> she's yeah. like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, like, she, he asks Kate, what did you do? Like, hold yeah. on a second, who's getting well, strangled here? With what you've just learned about her, right, and with the fact that he was the state that he's in, right? Yeah, true. So, uh, you can't really blame him for being suspicious and, like, angry at her for- That's fair you know, whatever she might have done. So Jack says, the marshal is definitely going to die, but it's going to be slow and painful. (laughs) And Kate is basically like, well, are you just going to put him out of his misery then? You know, shouldn't you? And that's the moment where Jack is like, I saw your mugshot, Kate. Yeah. And he says, I'm not a murderer. I'm not a murderer. Whoa. I mean, uh, to me, this moment, and I guess I'm forever the defender of Jack. Yes, Um, you are. (laughs) Listen, he's a good character. Okay. I see this, obviously he's, you know, as much as he is acting like, oh, it doesn't matter what she did. I don't want to know what she did. Obviously he's suspicious of her, right? He's he's back on his GD high horse again. He's on his high horse, but also I think I'm not a murderer. Like he does not want to do what people are telling him needs to be done. And I think he's, he's defensive because he knows that it's what needs to be done, but he knows that he's not capable of doing it. So he's just like really pissed, right? Yeah. He's like, quit telling me. That I got to put this guy down because I can't do it. You know, yeah, but, I'm not al- a but also that means that he's prolonging someone's suffering just because he yeah. can't nut up and exactly. No, it's definitely it's definitely a a big character flaw. But I don't think that it's purely him thinking that he's better than anyone else. It's him like he's just freaking out because he knows he can't do what has to be done. No, he has good intentions. But he's, yeah. he's also scared of yeah. reality. We also, I think during that, I'm not a murderer. Little teeny tiny Jack face. Yep. <laughs> Which I love. That's Larissa's catchphrase now when we watch. She's like, oh, Jack face. Oh, Jack face. Jack face. Oh, Jack face. Yeah. It's, it's fun to catch in the beginning, but just as the show goes on, he just gets so much angrier. Like, for the reason, <laughs> and Jack face will become much more pronounced, and you're gonna oh be like, boy. oh, damn. Like that random screenshot that I sent y'all, which I don't even know what the context was from that, what that season was that's from. quite a bit of that's facial peak, distortion. peak Jack face. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay, another flashback. Uh, we learned that Ray called the marshal and turned Kate in. Wah, wah, wah. Yep. The reward was $23,000, which is... A number. A, a number, but also a big, a number. big number. Yep. So, like, can't really blame Farmer Ray, you know? Like, sorry, Annie, but got a hell of a mortgage. And yeah, we'll I learn, get it. I mean, as we'll learn, she doesn't even blame him, right? No, she saves she, him. She understands. So that's kind of a brief. We, we see the marshal pull up and finger gun her like an asshole. Yeah, he's such a cocky piece of shit i know oh god when he, when i have he, a lot of thoughts about yeah the marshal <laughs> when he finally eats it i'm like good riddance <laughs> yeah oh Same. real quick so he mentions twice in this episode jack mentions twice in this episode if his abdomen if the marshal's abdomen goes rigid that's bad do you have any yeah. idea what that means um i think it means like maybe like blood like free blood in the abdomen like liquid pooling in the abdomen or something i'm not really sure i feel like that would make it squishy i <laughs> i don't know Okay. I've heard them say it on Grey's Anatomy, too. Oh, no shit. <laughs> but I don't know what it... Okay. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I, I I meant to Google it and, and do a little bit of research before this, but we went and saw Dune. So yeah. I don't know what he means, but he's like, if his abdomen goes rigid, it'll be bad. And then 20 minutes later, and his abdomen is rigid. Yeah, I guess that's... He was saying, like, that's that's when I'll know there's no going back, right? Yeah. Like, he's doomed if that happens. Yeah, I gotta look that up. So... Figure out what, what sign of death is that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, uh, I, give me a minute to go rewatch Grey's Anatomy. Maybe I'll learn. All 35 seasons. Yep. <laughs> oh, I think Ricky's. Untreated causes of that. abdominal rigidity can be life-threatening. Abdominal infection can cause bacteria to enter the blood, which causes blood pressure to fall dangerously low, resulting in shock. Okay. Untreated causes. So it's, so people, you know what? Let's be listen, everybody. Everybody's always talking about getting them hard abs, but sometimes you get them hard abs, it kills you. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wisdom back to wisdom our reg- Marshall. back to our regularly scheduled programming oh my god we definitely know what we're talking about absolutely <laughs> i am a scientist so well, i don't know come at me no please don't oh it's a sign of sepsis oh god yeah okay i know sepsis that's a word i've heard yeah it's total your whole body is a we yeah okay let's move on back on the island okay back on the island <laughs> Um, Walt is talking to Michael about his new friend, Mr. Locke. Mr. Locke. Which, 
I was allowed to tell you, John Locke is his name. Ooh. Yes, like the philosopher. Which is very cool. We have several characters in this show that are named after philosophers. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. He says, uh, Michael is kind of like weirded out that he was hanging out with him. Walt says, he told me... I didn't write down exactly what he said, but he, like, he told me a secret. And Michael's like, what? Did he tell you not to tell me? And Walt goes, well, no, he didn't say that. So Michael kind of, you know, pressures him. He's like, well, what did he say? He says, Mr. Locke said a miracle happened to him. Yes. And um, Michael's like, well, a miracle happened to all of us. You know, we we all survived a plane crash. I don't want you to hang out with that guy anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Which, (laughs) you know... That's fair. No, I get um, it. That is very interesting. A miracle happened to him. A miracle happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the, just, in the we have to flash back to the previous episode where yeah. he first said, I have a secret to tell you. And he's talking yeah. about the opposing forces of light and dark. And he says, you want to hear a secret? Do you want to know and, a secret? Yeah. And then, so we don't, I mean, obviously it could be that he told him more than just a miracle happened to him. Or right. it could be that that's all he said. But that's right. very interesting. Like, I, I feel like this episode... And I'll talk about it at the end a little more. This episode kind of introduces a little more spirituality, maybe. Yeah. Because I have some questions. And there's this show is there's a lot of spirituality, spiritual themes in this show, you know, belief in a higher power of some kind. Well, yeah, because that's like the definition of open to interpretation, right? Because it's yeah. There's no explanation for it. Right. So. So Michael is, you know, trying to get back in Walt's good graces. He says he promises to find Vincent. Walt thinks he's lying. He says, no, I mean it. As soon as it stops raining, I'm going to find Vincent. And then it immediately stops raining and he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) The other great line from that is, uh, he says, I want you to stop hanging out with Locke. And Walt goes, "Uh, he's my friend. And Michael goes, "Uh, I'm your friend too. And Mm -hmm. Walt goes, if you were my friend, you'd be out there looking for Vincent. Uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesus, man. Walt Walt drops the hammer. (laughs) I mean... He needs that dog back, man. It's a good dog. Yeah. Madison, Madison the dog. Madison. So we see, uh, well, Madison, I feel like there's probably several dogs played Vincent, right? Don't they do stuff like that? I mean. I don't know. I guess we don't see Vincent a whole lot. I mean, we know for 100% statistically Madison's super dead by now, but they probably have more than one dog playing Vincent over the course of a show. Yeah. Yeah. I know they have to do that with babies. There's like a baby in a scene. (laughs) Babies can't be, you know. They can only shoot them for like 10 minutes at a time or something, and then they have to switch out. Like, um, because the baby's a part of SAG <laughs> or something? Is it baby union rules? It's just <laughs> the baby union, the baby actors union. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, I'm just thinking about that. That's really cute. Okay. <laughs> Shit. I have to look We're up looking... SAG rules now because I have to know if there's baby union rules. So you've done that to me. Well, I know there's really strict filming rules. You're talking about like child labor laws. Yeah, but like specifically babies, right? Like obviously there's the child labor laws for all the minors that are that are actors, but you know, they can be on screen for more than 10 minutes at a time. But but specifically babies. But they don't know what's going on. So why does it matter? Because they have needs. Yeah, but you can like go to the back and pop a tit out and take care of that and <laughs> bring the baby back. Like ten minutes know, is man. such a I weird just, restriction. I'm they have sure that's no how it idea works. what's going on. You just hang a mobile up above the the boom <laughs> mic and you keep filming that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not how they do it. They no. also can't. It's it's always like everyone gets really annoyed that newborns on TV shows look so plump and that's because they they can't use newborns to play newborns they have to be at least like three months old oh and so there any newborn you see on a tv show is at least three months old and there's usually like six different babies playing that one baby because they have to switch them out so frequently <laughs> do they just have like anyway. a, a row of bassinets next to craft <laughs> services and they're like all right reload the baby there there are a lot of um we we will see a baby or two on this show and there's a lot of behind the scenes photos of just like a little picnic blanket with like six babies chilling holy shit <laughs> it's so cool anyway okay okay this is totally not relevant to this episode i mean in this life you know go ahead. um so michael is looking for vincent um and he is getting chased by something yeah he hears a noise it's not jungle noise to him right but it's definitely a creature and we've established that there are some wild 
geologically paradoxical creatures on this island so right and you said because we watched this episode together you at first were like oh my god it's another bear and then we're like well no it doesn't sound like a bear and you said maybe a boar right so maybe a pig wild pig because that's something that could feasibly be on an island in the pacific right yeah that wouldn't be that that would be expected to find a boar so but we don't see what it is Nope. Um, we hear it, and he is chased into a little clearing where Sun is super naked. Not super and... naked, because she's not bottomless. She's just Well, topless. okay, whatever. She's half naked. Correct. She has her top off, and Michael is very uncomfortable. Yep. He says, uh, something was chasing me. Uh, it's gone now, but... <laughs> Something was definitely chasing me, so you yeah. should probably get out of here. And he just like awkwardly hands He's her. He's like, like, if her you think it, if you think it wasn't a big deal, I didn't see anything. You know, if I th- yeah. if you yeah. think I saw something, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. Yeah, and he hands her her clothes and then shuffles away. Yep. Poor guy. Um, we see everyone on the beach being visibly uncomfortable. We can hear the marshal just dying, loudly dying, loudly dying. I mean, yeah. Um, it's pretty loud. Yeah, uh, my my notes for that was, like, after all the conversation everybody has about, like, hey, are you going to heal this guy? You know, they don't think you can fix this guy. It's basically, like, uh, guy, guy dying is making too much noise. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to die quieter. He needs to die quieter. I mean, it would be pretty disturbing. Oh, hell yeah. No, I, I get it, but it's just funny. Yeah. It's like everyone's bitching about this guy who's yeah. dying. Making a noise complaint about... <laughs> The guy in the tent dying. Uh, Shannon says, I wish he would just die already. Yep. Which, like, way to way to just say it out loud, Shannon. Yep. Just own it. Uh, we see um, Saeed being a leader again. He's kind of speaking on behalf of everyone as he approaches Jack and says, people are getting upset. You know, rumor has it. You can't save him. So what are you going to do? Yep. And uh, We also see uh, Locke making a dog whistle. Well, we yeah, don't know it's a dog whistle yes, yet, but it becomes Right. He's clearer. making a whistle. Sawyer approaches Kate. He says, I sure wouldn't want to be the one with that gun right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically telling her that she needs to do something about the marshal. Everyone's expecting her to do it. Everybody knows she has a gun. There's only one bullet left. It would be damn near poetic, he says. He also says that the only only way to do it is with a gun, which is definitely not true. But I guess it's important for the context. But well, there, okay, there's so many different ways you could kill with, a guy But with everything they have dead. available to them, like, what would be the most humane way? Humane? Like, like, the easiest, the quickest, right? Like, would it be shooting him in the head, or is there... Uh, a... I mean, sh- a headshot would be pretty, pretty humane. I mean, if he's unconscious, which he seems to be coming in and out of consciousness, mm-hmm. you could just suffocate him just and he like wouldn't notice. Just, like, smothering him? Yeah. yeah. And you would, yeah. Sa- you would save that bullet, but they, uh, they... they Still, Sawyer manages to fuck that up anyways. Oh, Sawyer. God. What? I mean, <sighs> we'll talk about it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the marshal wants to see Kate alone. Yep. He's, ta- he's talking to Jack and he says, she got to you too. So this honestly is something that I have never thought about in my previous rewatches of the show. And I will tell you, obviously he dies in this episode, but we get, we're going to have more flashbacks of Kate and we are going to see more of them encountering each other. Oh, okay. And I've never gotten this vibe before. I guess like, I've never taken notes while watching the show. I've never paid this close attention except maybe the first time that I watched it. Okay. I'm kind of thinking like he might have been in love with her at some point. That's kind of the impression that I got. Yeah, like he, and, and I never thought that before now. Like I've always just been like, God, this guy's such a dick. He's so obsessed with, you know, taking her down or whatever. But yeah, he keeps looking at Jack like he feels bad for him. And he's like, oh, she got to you, you know? So I think that at one point he was either seduced by her. Yeah, she charmed him. Uh, yeah. That's the impression I got like like so, at the, I don't yeah, know, the first I, I don't episode. I don't know why that has never occurred to me. I think just because like, I mean, the first time I watched the show, I was like 14, first of all. And yeah, just in all my rewatches since, I guess I haven't paid that close attention. And I'm just like, this this guy is just such a creep, you know? Like, I don't know. I, I always that, just thought it was just like misogyny. I got that impression <laughs> but, when he, uh, probably episode one, where he said like, I hope the judge believes you because I sure did. I sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why I never pieced it together, but now I... I I will say we never see like anything explicit that's like, oh yeah, they def- you know, there was something like that between them. Are you telling me we don't get a sex scene between the Marshall and Kate? <laughs> no, we don't get a sex scene, but beyond that, we we don't even really get any confirmation that like that that's true that he had actual feelings for her at some point, but I'm kind of thinking maybe that would have been a cool episode. Um, I think he just got charmed. Yeah, I mean, she's really hot. 
So yeah, well, we'll can't blame I, him. We'll agree on that. Uh, you can have Sawyer, <laughs> but I will agree on. <laughs> so our our next flashback: the marshals right behind their truck. Kate grabs the wheel and swerves Ray's car off the road. Yep. She uh, she takes the time to drag him a safe distance away from the car, which gives the marshal time to catch her. And she really, I mean, not only does she drag him away from the car, but it's like she drags him up, presumably to where somebody would see him, right? Yeah. On the side of the road. So she, like, saves his life. It makes me think that she's not a murderer, or if she is uh, being tracked for murder, that she killed somebody, like, and then got framed if it wasn't self-defense. But, like, the fact that she's going all this distance to help Ray out and it ended up with her getting caught makes me think that whatever she's being hunted for is not particularly heinous because Mm -hmm. she's showing empathy and and like risking her own time and life to help somebody else which is the exact opposite thing that like a pure sociopath would do right so and i mean there is middle ground there right like she could have she could have done something horrible but we hear him say you know maybe they'll believe your story maybe she had a compelling reason for that horrible thing she did which yeah. she's not a bad person. She's not capable of just letting anyone die or killing anyone. But, you know, maybe she did do something horrible. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say I don't think she, like, burned a school full of children down. <laughs> you know, that's a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she burned a school full of children. Yeah, so I, I don't think I don't think it's quite on that level of, right. of, of you know, like, she, she didn't commit a massacre. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Back on the island, the marshal says he wants to know what favor she was going to ask him before the plane crash. And she says, I wanted to make sure that Ray got his 23 grand because he had a hell of a mortgage. Which just, heart of gold, Kate. I mean, this guy turned you in, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, she can't be, she's too pretty to be evil (laughs) by TV rules. (laughs) Especially 2004 uh, television uh, network TV rules in the U.S. Uh, can't be that pretty and be evil. Yep. Uh, Mar- the marshal says, you really are one of a kind. They go back and forth a couple more times. Kate says, in case you didn't notice, I did get away. But he says, you don't look free to me. Mm, so yeah. very interesting little exchange there. Um, he then is like, so are you going to do it? Are you going to kill me? Yeah, he's like, I know I'm going to die. So yeah, I know is I'm somebody going to help me out here for yeah. fuck's sake? Yeah. <laughs> and he's clearly like, you know specifically like are you gonna do it right like certainly you want to kill me right now's your chance mm. oh i didn't i didn't take it that no, way no you don't that's, think that's interesting. That's, that's the vibe i got from it huh yeah i mean i think yeah i could see that but obviously that's not her shtick so. yeah um <laughs> hilarious scene between hurley and jack yeah. he asks why kate is alone yeah God. with the marshal and you know jack's like it doesn't matter what she did you know to, he wanted to see her and he's like well yeah but she's got that gun <laughs> and jack's like what <laughs> He's like, oh, you t- oh, thanks for telling me now. Yeah. But then Kate walks out of the tent, looks back at Jack. He looks really relieved. And then we hear the gunshot. Oh, man. And then the terrible, terrible gurgling. Or no, he Sawyer comes out. I did what you couldn't do. Yeah. And what then did we, you do yeah. what you couldn't? And then we hear the gurgling. He's like, the where'd gurgling. you shoot him? Oh, in the chest. I was aiming for his chest. heart. Well, you missed. Yeah. So- Sawyer. God damn it. We see, you You pointed out last episode with the polar bear charging, how Sawyer was standing in like a really weird stance, like that one arm, you know, kind of leaning back, really casual. Yeah. And then we see here, he chooses to shoot this guy in the chest instead of the head. So Sawyer very clearly wants to be a badass, but maybe is not as much of a badass as he wants people to think he is, right? Well, I think, you know, and I don't don't know a ton about Sawyer's character, not like character, but like... Yeah. Like the, what makes you a good or bad person character. But killing someone with a headshot is incredibly personal and requires you to look at their head, which is where you make the emotional connection with a person. So I think he He just wanted to like get it done quickly. He, well, he didn't have the, he he could like, he he was giving, yeah, he was giving shit to Jack about not being able to kill him, but then he tried to kill him and he couldn't do it the proper way, which would have been to roll the guy over and shoot him at the base of the neck up into the, to the brain box. Um, so he tried to shoot him in the heart because he didn't yeah. want to like had that much of a personal connection to the person he's killing. Mm-hmm. Fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. So, the road to hell, like 
the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, yeah. God, that could be like a, a slogan for this show. Yes. Yeah, so Sawyer obviously is just visibly shaken and by he is upset what he's done. by what he's done so yeah um i do find it weird not not that i would think you know that even at this point jack would just kind of let things be i do find it weird that he's the one to go back in the tent clearly he you know i guess he like smothers him or something okay i was gonna ask you do you think he killed him i, I think he did right because he i says, think he killed him he says it'll take him hours to it'll bleed out hours but then he goes out. in the tent comes back out and it's quiet yeah so to i me, think that was, indicated that yeah he yeah, him. that he did it which is a weird choice i feel like that's very out of character for him and maybe just got pushed to the edge by yeah all of the bullshittery <laughs> yeah and i um, think that that is gonna contribute there's definitely a big rivalry between jack and sawyer and i'm sure this is kind of the beginning of it right he's he's like i had to do this because of you you know <laughs> yeah i mean if i mean we're talking about shooting someone in the head as a kind of a more personal uh way of killing somebody smothering someone is a very intimate way of killing somebody yeah. so that would definitely be cause for jack to not like sawyer very much right i think that had it been a headshot had we not had that gurgling Jack would have been pissed for a minute and then he probably would have been like relieved, you know, like it oh, he definitely have would have been, been a relieved. lasting a lasting reason to hate Sawyer because at the end of the day, it did need to be done. Yeah. But Sawyer's but made it worse. Since he ultimately had to take care of it anyway, in a really gruesome way. Yeah. Way worse than it should have been. Then he's like, Well, fuck you, Sawyer. This is your fault. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I still just I find it weird that they chose to have him do that in that moment and, and not like anybody else, but whatever. <laughs> Locke, back on the beach, uses a dog whistle to call Vincent. That he crafted. That Yeah, he made the dog whistle. He uses it, calls Vincent to him. He gives the dog to Michael so that Michael can be the one to return him to Walt. Yep, that was a real, uh, real bro move on Locke's yeah. part. Yeah, uh, Kate is finally offering, I mean, now that she's caught in the act and he knows that she's a convict, he yeah. she offers to tell him what she, what she did. Jack says he doesn't want to know. He says it doesn't matter who we were or what we did before the crash. Three days ago, we all died. We should mm-hmm. all be able to start over. And yes. I know you had some thoughts about this scene. thoughts. We'll talk about it after we wrap everything up. Yeah. So they're they're wearing white during this scene. So yeah, we we both we both have some thoughts on the scene. Yeah, this final this final sequence with the music. So uh, Her- Hurley puts on some headphones. This yeah. really touching sequence. Yeah. Uh, Larissa pointed this out that this final sequence is like a series of clean slates. It is exactly yes yes so, each. Character Saeed chucks an redemption. apple. Yeah. Chucks, chucks an apple to Sawyer. Yes. Uh, Boone gives Shannon her glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's maybe there's another one I'm forgetting. We but... see um, Jen having a tender moment yes, with, son. with Son. She's asleep and he just strokes her hair back from her face. Yes. Walt and Vincent are reunited. Yep. And then we have Locke, who is oh my God. looking very, very menacingly, forebodingly yeah. over this previously very nice touching situation yeah the and music then, fades away and yeah. gets all creepy and then the episode hands ends over yeah so what the hell man <laughs> yeah that was uh what is up with john locke right they cannot end it on a positive note <laughs> oh no 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 way it'd be uh, so out of character so so yeah so what what, what do you want to tell me about the, the uh, scene my, with jack and kate i was like Oh my god, he said it. We all died three days ago. They're in purgatory. They're in purgatory, yep. They're in purgatory. And the reason that not everyone on the plane is there in purgatory is because everyone else on the plane was basically sent to heaven or hell based on their whatever religious take you want to put on it. Okay. So 48 people out of the 400 or whatever on the plane, they quote unquote survived, but that means that they're in purgatory now. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of as far as I got with it. <laughs> I don't have yeah, any. Yeah, so I remember deeper... when we were when we watched it together. The second he said we all died three days ago, you turned to me and you were like, "Oh my god, they're all dead. That's it." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Eureka!" <laughs> so that is one way to interpret the scene. I also think we could interpret the scene as just Kate, and I mean by extension all of them, just sort of being absolved of all of their sins, right? Yes, because their sins do not matter. They are 
on a deserted island, you know, yes. doesn't matter who you were. Correct. Yeah. So yes, but yeah, that that um, and I will tell you the purgatory theory is a very popular one. Oh, okay. Specifically from that, that's kind of what started it all with everyone yeah. being like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, the um, way that he just straight up says like we died three days ago is pretty. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I don't want that to be it. Okay. Like I. I I, I think there's the cooler ways to do it. Like, I want the yeah. island to have aliens and shit or whatever, you know? Yeah. So. Do you say aliens? <laughs> yeah, I just, my, that's my catch-all for, for yeah. like, wild stuff. Maybe not necessarily aliens, but I do, I don't necessarily want it to be purgatory. I, but that okay. is, like, when you said we died three days ago, that was where my mind went to, so. Yeah. Well, all right. So, I have some fun facts to share. Cool. From the episode that I found. This one always cracks me up from this episode. Kate tells Ray that she's from Canada. Yes. Which is a lie. But okay. Evangeline Lily is from Canada. Um, oh, really? So she has kind of like a pronounced, I feel like, Canadian accent in this episode, which I think is just like her actual accent. Um, but she was kind of putting it on as Annie. But yeah, so just fun fact. She's actually from Canada, but Kate is not from Canada. Kate is from the US. I think, I mean, it's not important. I don't even remember where. Like Iowa or something. Okay, but she's, um, she's uh, US. Yeah. They're... I I think I mentioned before, I've never watched any deleted scenes from Lost, but I found, I read the description for some from this episode that I thought were really interesting. Okay. So there's a an alternate opening for this episode would have been absolutely insane. It would have started the same way with Jack learning that Kate's the fugitive, but then it would have immediately gone to the to a flashback of Kate on the island, but with absolutely no context. The flashback would have been her dragging Ray's bloody body up the hill. <laughs> oh, wow. So it would have been, you know, Whoa. don't trust her, she's dangerous, Jack seeing the, yeah. the mugshot. And then, oh, and then the first thing we would have seen would have been her dragging this old man. <laughs> She murdered a one-armed farmer. And obviously, you know, the rest of the episode would have given the context, but they were going to start it in that, like, shocking way, but I guess decided that's kind of silly. So I, I think that's hilarious. There's another there's a deleted scene where um walt would have taken one of the little airline meals and gone into the jungle trying to find vincent and jen would have run into him carrying a roll of toilet paper and it would have just been like an awkward (laughs) just an awkward little like 30 second encounter weird there's a deleted scene where we see another scene of Locke and Walt hanging out. It kind of would have given more context to Michael being like, why are you hanging out with that guy so much? And he would have been teaching Walt about poker. So it would have started with the scene where Charlie is talking to Claire and she's like, man, it's a bummer that you guys couldn't get a signal. And he kind of looks at her for a minute like he wants to tell her what happened. Um, Do you remember that part? Yeah. So that would have immediately cut to Locke saying it's a lie. Leading into him, leading into him teaching Walt about about, bluffing and poker. Bluffing and poker. So his little monologue, yeah, his his monologue of talking about bluffing and poker would have played over a montage of shots of Charlie, Shannon, Boone, Saeed, Sawyer, and Kate. So it would have just been them looking kind of suspicious while we hear John talking about lying. (laughs) Um, That's pretty cool. Which kind of stokes stokes the fire, which maybe we'll see more of like trying to plant some doubt in our heads as to whether or not they made the right decision to lie. But I feel like it's kind of just accepted that like, yeah, it's it's probably a good idea, right? Yeah. But that and scene, this one, that scene would have like, been like making them much more suspicious for deciding to hide that from everybody. Yeah. And this and the way they the episode was released, it's it's just like, uh, we should do this thing and lie. And everybody's like, all right. And they lie. Yeah, he's and like, that's okay, fine. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even Jack doesn't have a problem with it when Kate tells him, right? Yeah. Almighty Jack isn't like, no, we should Almighty tell her. Jack. <laughs> so you you correctly guessed that the blank slate would refer to getting a fresh start on the island. Yep. And that it was about Kate, but you know, that doesn't really count because you saw it. <laughs> no, that does not count. I'm not going to yeah. do myself that. Do you have any general questions about, like, questions that you want answered? And I know this one... This one was very character heavy. We didn't really see any mysteries in this episode. Um, let's see. I mean, I think, uh... Other than just, like, what is the deal with John? And probably... Well, I I do want to know... I want to 100% know that the marshal's dead. Okay. Because we did not see a body. And we did not see him kill him. So, I want to know that he's, like, dead dead. Okay. Um... I want to know. I want to know more about this dog. This <laughs> dog is really suspicious. Okay, what I mean, is suspicious about the dog? I mean, what isn't suspicious about this damn dog? It showed up like observing people creepily in multiple scenes in the earlier episodes. 
so I think maybe the dog is a doppelganger that was created by the island after the island killed the actual dog. And okay. the dog is sent to infiltrate their ranks and spy on them. Okay. Sure. Let's go with that. Okay, cool. I also, like that. okay, so what's the what's the title of the next episode? The next episode is called Walkabout. Walkabout. One word, two words. One word. Hmm. You said this next episode is really good. This next episode is really good. <laughs> This next episode is considered one of the best. And actually, um, I said in the first episode that we recorded, I said that um, the pilot was what we watched in my like English class or whatever back in the day, which is what made me want to watch Lost. It's it was actually this episode. It's actually Walkabout. Hmm. So do you do you know what a Walkabout is? No. It's like a um, nature walk sounds too mild. It's like a like a survival. It's like an extreme camping like survival it's experience. Called a, it's called a Walkabout. Yeah. Why is it named so, so mildly? I don't know. Is it a British I'm pretty thing? Sure that's what it is. Because <laughs> it sounds like a British. Thing. Oh, I'm gonna go have me a walkabout. But Let it sounds like you're gonna go like an official stroll, stroll through the park with some. Oh, it's it is specifically an Australian thing. It is a rite of passage in Australian Aboriginal society. Males undergo a journey, so just like an intense journey in the wilderness. I guess I don't know why Weird. walkabout does make it sound very pleasant. Um, huh. Well, given that. I'm going to guess that this next episode is character focused mm-hmm. and it's about John Locke. That's my okay. guess. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't really know what to, I don't really have a good guess as to what they're going to reveal about John Locke. Right. I don't think they're going to talk about the miracle because that would be too quickly of a, of a solution to something they brought up that's not in the character of the show so far. Okay. But it's going to be something, it's going to show something about John Locke's history, just like we got Kate's history, some of Kate's history in this episode. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. Walkabout is going to be about John Locke. And given the etymology of the word, it's going to be something traumatic that he has experienced, maybe related to the scar on his face. So yeah, that's my guess for the next episode. Okay, very good. It's going to be a lock fest, which is going to be great because bald man. (laughs) Bald man. So you said earlier that Hurley was your favorite in this episode, right? Yeah. What did you think about? Are you are you liking Locke more the more glimpses you're getting, or are you kind of like? No, I like I like I I, I still like Locke a lot. I, yeah, I, I know that Hurley was like a episode, definite standout. Hurley yeah. was Captain Obvious, and it was so funny. Yeah, all of his interactions made me chuckle quite a bit. So. And uh, especially his interaction with Kate was was really gold. So that's why mm-hmm. Hurley was my favorite. But I still like Locke. And the the moment with Jack where he's like, maybe it's a dinosaur. That was this episode, right? Like close to the beginning, I think. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's a dinosaur. Which was one of the theories at the time. Like it's, you know, it's... Huh, that's, I can see that. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah, and, and I, I would say at this point, I still like, I don't necessarily have an overall favorite because it's just been three episodes, but... Uh, so for now, I'm just going to go episode to episode. Yeah. And then I think of, you know, at some point I'll know like overall who my favorite is because there's so many ep- characters have so many good moments. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I think I've, I've told you that basically every time I watch the show, my favorite character changes. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure just like everyone else at this point, it was Hurley. I also just kind of from the start, I mean, I hated Sawyer as a person. But I was a 14-year-old girl the first time I watched this show. <laughs> so I was like, Sawyer can get it. So even though, even though I, you know, even at, at 14, I was like, I mean, this guy sucks. But also, he's really hot. Also, Saeed, for, for most of season one, I think, Saeed was my actual favorite. And he, you know, right now, we haven't seen a whole lot of him. But we he definitely will. seems to be very like the most level-headed out of everybody, including Jack. Yeah, he's definitely the most practical, and he's he's a lot more a lot more level-headed than Jack. He's, he seems like more of a natural leader. Uh, take control of him as much. Yeah. Well, any other general thoughts about this one? Uh, it was a good one. I'm excited. I uh, I'm still my fervor to watch the show is still burning. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, no, it was good. good I like the uh, I like the did format. This, I like the way they do it. Did this episode make you? Did you like Kate more or less after this episode? More. Okay, yeah, because I generally think that's going to be the case. Every every episode 
whoever that episode focuses on, you're going to like them more at the end of the episode because almost always it's either going to be something redeeming for them or you're going to be like, damn, I feel bad for this person yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. after seeing their their flashbacks. So yeah, I, I think with very few exceptions, we'll probably at least like the character a little bit more. And you know what? I'm going to say even even like Shannon and Boone, you'll you'll be like, okay, they still suck, but... <laughs> No, and, like and again, it's it's like when whenever we say a character sucks, I think it's we mean like their morals or their attitude yeah. sucks. Not that like it's a bad character. Like, yeah, yeah, they're not all a, good characters. Like when I say if I have a least favorite character, it's not because I think that they're a waste. I just yeah. like I don't like them. At, if if they were a real person, I would not like them. Right. But so far, all the like all the way everyone's been constructed by the show is is to, it makes the important thing is that a character is interesting, and so far yeah. they are doing that well, and they so all are. Yeah. Even if they were a garbage human, they're still interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all. That's episode three. Yeah, episode three. Tabula Rasa. <laughs> We do have, I've forgotten in every episode to say it. Luckily, Larissa chimed in with the last one and helped us out. But we do have social media. Yes, we do. If you want to follow us, uh, I'm most active on Twitter at Jungle of Mystery. I am an old lady. I'm going to learn how to use Instagram eventually. We have an Instagram called Jungle of Mystery Pod. Um, I'm getting there. I'm learning how to use it. If you have any questions that you want addressed on the show any theories that you had watching the show or if you're watching along with us for the first time any theories that you have that you want to share or just anything at all because we love to talk about lost you can email us at jungle of mystery pod at gmail.com also if you have feedback about the show just in general yeah any constructive criticism yeah be nice (laughs) um there's anything that you want us to focus more on in each episode anything you care to hear more or less about we are definitely we are very new at this so we are open to any any opinions you might have about our show we also post our episodes on youtube uh jungle of mystery podcast on youtube i believe that's that's everywhere that you can reach us uh, we're available on obviously Anchor, which is what we use to publish this. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and we are available on Google Podcasts. Yeah. So we have a multitude of ways to listen to the podcast. And then we also, after some uh, extra work, we put up the audio on YouTube um, just in case people want to listen to it that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. make sure make sure you give us a follow on those on Twitter and Instagram because you know, guys. If we can't live together, we're gonna die alone. Oh man, that reminds me of the the sound for Seleucus Secundus. The like, oh my god, that was so cool.